0: Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt. Testing. Ooh, Jesus. Hot, hot mic. Lord, these are cranked right up. Could be a little bit of column A and column B. I don't,
1: but, he- I don't hear you, though.
0: I hear you in one ear. That's because you only have one earbud. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. We're coming through in stereo. Hey, there he is. That's better. <laughs> yeah. We that's f- weird. Cause it, yeah, because the way it picks up, right? Because I know when I mix it, i got to mix it down to mono or whatever.
1: Yeah. I try to pretend like I understand that shit, but at the end of it all, I just... Uh,
0: I have to mix it down so that it's not you in one ear and me in the other. Yeah, I figured that out.
1: I don't know what the Jeez, process necessarily... Like
0: awful truck driver voice going on. <clears throat> that up with some beer. So give me a knife. We're, oh my God.
1: I really wish we had video footage of that so someone can ask what the hell did you do to that beer? It was a travesty. Simply, simply a travesty. Can't Speaking of beer, guess where we're going Saturday night. Where are we going? We're going to man antler.
0: Your favorite place.
1: They will eventually be my favorite place. <laughs> I've enjoyed their beer. Mm-hmm. We have silently uh, shouted out to having them want to be on the podcast or us wanting them to be on the podcast. And we have done this with silent. Oh my God, you're taking a picture. You should. It's a new setup.
0: I'm adding uh, some, yeah, some, um, some context to.
1: we going to like talk about like your Facebook story or something.
0: You can do stories on Facebook. I'm so old. <laughs> I'm on the Instagram
1: now. Oh, okay, fair enough. But yeah, we're going to Man Antler because uh, Northern Hearts are going to be playing Man Antler and I think we've been slightly shamed into having to go.
0: Yeah, we've been full-blown shamed. Right on. That So shamed that I've never been publicly shamed like that on Facebook in my life.
1: I probably have. I just haven't paid attention because I be don't fun. really go on very much. I assume any notification is a good notification. So.
0: This will probably come out after we go. <laughs> the, the pace I'm working at, this probably won't be done by then, but...
1: Well, we do have complete control of
0: what it comes out, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I said the pace I'm working at, this won't be out by Saturday. What is it, Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. And today's Thursday. Maybe if I work all day Saturday. <clears throat> I feel
1: like adulthood is starting to really catch up, though, because I've gone through this run now of three weeks where I've completely and honestly lost track of what day it is. Like, mm-hmm. no conception of what day it is. It's Tuesday, right? You say that jokingly, but I have gone through, um, A few moments of actually standing there, having a conversation with other people, getting slightly irate because I was certain the day of the week to only find out I was wrong by like three days.
0: Yeah, if you don't have a regular schedule, it's hard to, you don't have things that kind of remind you what day it is. And I don't, and you don't because your schedule is all over the map.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: I just know that it's not the weekend.
1: That's about all I can tell you. And the weekends don't matter the same way anymore.
0: Well, it's a different work on the weekends. It's not driving to work and being paid. It's doing work that I don't get paid for.
1: It's just rewarding to do it. Sure. Fair enough. So this was kind of an impromptu episode.
0: Northern Hearts, Man Antler, November. Mm, I should have stopped that sentence before I finished it because I don't know what the date is. It's okay. I got my phone. Yes, yes. Uh, Calendar. Today
1: is the 22nd. So, uh, 23rd,
0: 24th, 24th, November 24th, 7 p.m. Yeah, and that took a long time to figure out today as well. Man antler. But again, if this comes out after Saturday, just ignore this. I'll I'll cut this out.
1: So what we're going to say was, on Saturday, November 24th at 7 p.m., we saw an awesome show.
0: It was amazing. Highlights to come. (laughs) Okay. Or not. I don't know. Again, it depends on how anxious I am at the time.
1: I can't wait to figure out how ambitious, how this opening comes together is going to be unreal.
0: Intro, cut this out and go.
1: So another episode of Happy Zen.
0: Yeah. What are we talking about? What's going on? Well, what
1: I wanted to do, and you're going to hate it because I'm not ready for this. (laughs) That's exactly
0: it. And you're covered in
1: beer all your face because you still have yet to figure out how to pour a beer. So, Neil's this I have no napkins.
0: It's better. it's better than my lap, which was the last time I think I was here.
1: Yes, last time you were here, you did pour beer all over yourself. It exploded. Go on. Yeah, what? fair enough. What's happening? You you got to get that beer off your nose because I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> okay, that's better. I'm Any good here. now.
1: Wow. You know, honestly, we've had one beer.
0: I need a straw.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, no, what I wanted to do was... Um, last time we were together, we had an episode and I was remarkably inspired when I was uh, making my way home. I was, uh, where what was I doing? I was going to Shoppers Drug Mart. So I drove over to Shoppers Drug Mart and I had this crazy moment where I just like, I get out of the car, I walk away from the car, you know, my keys are in my pocket, car's still running, which is always kind of, that's kind of cool.
0: How was your car still running if the keys were in your pocket?
1: I don't know, quite frankly, but I just know that it was. Okay. So anyways, I then go into the store, Pick out what I want, walk up to the front of the store, which they have now given up on employees being at the checkouts at all. Like I don't advocate to want to use the self checkout. I kind of still prefer someone getting paid to do that because of the markup in the store. I want to make sure there's someone, nobody there. Yeah, I want to make sure someone's getting cut of it. Mm-hmm. And then the, as I go up, there's there's the person who I think would be at the teller, and they're like, "Just use the automatic." Like they just push you there, so you're like, "Okay, fine, I'll just go use the automatic." So, but I kind of had this moment where I realized like. I left my car running with my keys in my pocket so no one could steal it. Um, I go in the store, pick out what I wanted, walk up, check it out, tap my card against uh, the side of the till, and uh, literally just walk into the store. Get back into my car automatically. Like, everything just opens up on its own. I make my way home. Brag. While my car has, like, you know, maps moving and indicators and all this weird crap that I don't even, you know, never really want, but it's there. It's nice. And I started having that moment where I said to you, I then told my car to call you. My car then calls you and I talked to you and I said, holy shit, dude, we're living in the future. I had like a a mind blown moment. Now I know we all are used to the stuff around us right now and we're comfortable with it. But take a moment, stop and think about the fact that all of that crazy AI stuff that we saw in the 80s and 90s, that kind of seemed like it was so, so far away. Not only are we living in it right now, It is advancing faster than the stuff we saw as futuristic when we were, like, young adults
0: and teens. I guess, but it's still not quite working how we would have liked. I don't know how many times... You're just getting picky. How many times have... I, I, I don't know about you, but I've had to, like, repeat things against my phone, like, so many times. Like, it'll be like, do you want to reply to this message? And I'll say yes, and it'll be like, I didn't hear you. What did you say? I'll say yes. And then it'll say, all you have to do is say yes or no. And I said, yes. And then I slam it and then it doesn't work. And then I just get fed up with it. So uh, some of the stuff doesn't work. A hundred percent. It's getting there. Okay. But uh, I ruined your whole argument. No, I didn't ruin my argument. It's not perfected. I, I guess okay. it's certainly it's, better than not existing at all.
1: I'll give you the argument that I guess in some cases, some things are, are definitely not perfected. Um, but we are like like every month it's there's it an advancement, something new that we go, we can't believe it's the next step, it's the next evolution, it's the next piece. And it's coming out rapidly. And every time we get one thing and we're just getting used to it, we got more coming. Constantly. Like how far away are we really from this whole driverless car thing? It's not far. Well, they have it now. It, but no what I mean is Not just do they have it now.
0: I mean, how far before the consumer actually will have it? You can get it now if you have enough money. The high-end Teslas can do it.
1: Right. But what I'm getting at is like the average consumer. It's not that far. No. No. And so this is 2018. In theory, it should be a lot longer still. Should it? Based on the growth of everything.
0: I was expecting robots and flying cars in 2000. So I was disappointed right from the get-go. I've been waiting 18 years for something that still hasn't happened yet. The automated car stuff, though, because isn't Tesla doing that with their trucks? Yes, yes. And I think Uber was testing that, and then it killed somebody. So I think allegedly, on, a driver, killed, a- the driver allegedly. killed somebody or the no, car, no, driverless car. Allegedly, I think that's that's what we say so we don't get sued, right? Yeah,
1: because we don't really know. I think that's what. I, no one's checking us, checking us for. I accuracy. know
0: Uber was doing testing. They were going to do some testing in Toronto. They had done some in the U.S. and they canceled the testing because there was an incident.
1: Okay, but on a side note, what, or, or I should say the main note. Away oh, right, from,
0: positives of all this stuff, right.
1: Well, what's the coolest thing, like, to you right now? What's What's something that you can't believe we have
0: that's automated? Okay, so I have this clock, and in the morning, at the exact same time every day, it makes this noise to wake me up. It's unbelievable. So alarm still, clock.
1: You're still comfortable living in the
0: past. Is that the past? I mean, I've yeah. only had the clock for 25 years. <laughs> I need a new alarm clock. <laughs> you so do. <laughs> uh, no, no. Okay. Um, let me think here. I guess when it works, having like the hands-free stuff in my car is kind of cool. Like, you send me a message on like Facebook Messenger or text message, it comes up on the car. I can press the button it'll read it to me i can respond back all voice prompts i can call you all voice prompts that stuff's pretty cool i can be like hey google what's the weather going to be today and it'll tell me a forecast is probably about as accurate as the television one and so on and so forth or i can ask simple stuff like i don't know like stuff that finds on wikipedia like stuff so i can get quick answers again when it works just by asking which is very much like I guess Star Trek or really any of those ones where Star Trek would probably be the one that everyone would think of where you could be like, computer, what is this? And it will tell me, except the computer's name is Google or Alexa or whatever the other ones are.
1: Is there other ones? Echo maybe? Is it Echo? No. But I do, I, I'm on this like edge of, do I commit to the, to the whole Google home thing or do I go
0: that route or not? I'm not allowed to have in my house. So uh, yeah, my wife said no, so, but uh, which okay. you know what? To be fair, there's probably legit reasons to not have in your house.
1: No, and I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I'm not I'm not rushing this. I, I feel like that open mic to your house to God knows where, and
0: you really don't have any control over that. It's like the laptop of, cameras. You know how people put tape over yeah, their yeah, the yeah. cameras? Do you remember? So, again, we mentioned this last episode. We're at right about the year mark of this podcast. I remember near the beginning we talked about this. There was a story that came out. I don't know if it was the Google one or the Amazon one. I think maybe it was the Amazon oh, yeah. one. It was like laughing just yeah. like randomly and stuff. Like that's that's pretty messed up. Well, and even
1: then, I mean, everyone has gotten, there's no more uproar over it, but everyone is used to the fact that um, your search activity, your browse history, your even even somehow trending conversations that you're having um, seems to influence your uh, ads and pop-ups. And,
0: uh, oh, sure. I was looking at uh, glasses yesterday, and then I was scrolling through Facebook, and the ads on Facebook were for the same website, the Clearly Contacts or whatever it was.
1: So so I look at that, though, and I think to myself, does it really matter if I have a Google Home? Because it seems like they are getting what they want out of me.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, if Google goes rogue, (laughs) I'm in so much trouble because I have my email, my contacts, my calendar you know 90 percent of my phone my photos all that's through google so yeah it's i pretty much have thrown all my trust with google so if they turn on me i don't know hail google
1: yeah i don't even know what to do anymore like if we start thinking about this information um what do you want to call it uh the commodity the commodity of information that's out there on the internet Mm -hmm. it's terrifying like we, we 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 worry about the world's uh resources which we adequately should be worried quite extensively i should say uh about what's going on with mother earth and what we're doing to everything around us look at this
0: cold weather but what happened to global warming (laughs) just just go just go rake some leaves it'll put out fires yeah um
1: but it's not even worth the time to mention is it anyways um you look at the information though the information technology piece like what's out there and i don't mean like it what i mean by that is like uh, everyone's information is out there mm-hmm. and uh how crazy of a commodity that really is and i don't even know i i feel like the majority of that information is probably so useless i don't even know why people would want it there'd have to be so much to that, sift through
0: yeah well they get so much little bits of information that when they can compile it compile it together then they can it's of use it's also um, it's also a lot of
1: predictors right
0: like that's really where that's Google's strong point. That's Facebook's strong point is that they've collected this information from all their users and then they can sell it to advertisers. They can target... I didn't
1: even realize that giving your postal code in a store when you shop helps lead to predictors of like voting patterns of like all kinds of weird shit.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what they use it for. I, I assumed they use some of it just to determine Whoa. what area people are coming to that store. Yeah, how and, far and, they're willing to come and to the And store. what they're buying. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can refuse that if yeah. you want but um, yeah that's something that I don't know when did that start like well, a few years quite a few years ago really when you think about it and it was like, weird I remember the first time I was out like, well, why, why do you need to know that what did I buy yeah I got some flag on my account because I bought some crappy movie or something like you put it in the $5 bin I'm going to buy it yeah anyways who still buys the $5 DVDs? we derailed something. Well, I do it all the time really I do. That's why I have a lot of movies that I still haven't watched yet.
1: Or <laughs> you refuse to watch because you know they're crap, but you just bought them anyways. still
0: in film.
1: Yeah. No, but I just... I mean, I love some of the advancements. So don't get me wrong. There are things that are... You know, I have a love-hate... I've said this before. I mean, if we're going to go back to this podcast, I've con- commented many, many times the, the love-hate relationship I have with my cell phone. Um, is a very, very effective tool, but unfortunately, I find myself on it way too much. So... You know, I think that's gotten a lot better. I think if I had to look back into the months of us doing this podcast, I think my phone usage has massively dropped.
0: Well, the fact that we're doing this episode, the phone's not in your hand at the moment. While well, you're looking at it and scrolling through it, is pretty impressive. And yeah. yeah,
1: and I have almost more reasons now to be using it uh, continually, based on you know this podcast, uh, other stuff I've got going on, plus my actual job. Uh, which is
0: about breaking. relations, relationships and stuff. So you, you said when you called me that night that you want to – we were going to talk about this. How far back were we going to compare? Like we were. We, you said like if we were to go like through a day in the life kind of thing of what this new technology or this – what seems like future technology back then, like well, what, I was thinking, 20 I, years? I was thinking, yeah. 10, it, 15
1: years? It, it, 20, was, 20 was a good number because we are – so uh, like,
0: yeah, that's just before the 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 millennium.
1: Yeah. We're respectively eight. You know, thirty-six and thirty-seven here. And so twenty years puts us back to being sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty in tune with everything around you. At that time, at sixteen or seventeen years old, you're probably relatively advanced with whatever technologies around, because there wasn't a you know crazy amount, but whatever was there you're pretty familiar with. Um you had access to it or at least familiar familiarity with it. So I think it was a good measuring stick to use that time frame. And now I mean, it's just as current as you you could get it, right? So yeah, the idea was to kind of go through the thought process of like, we went through a day of being a teenager uh, into 1998, um, which does not seem that long ago for anyone that is around our age. When you say that, it does feel like it was 10 to 12 years ago, not 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyhow, um, sadness. It you know it's sad because my, both my children were born in the two thousands. So when I mentioned ninety eight, I might as well say nineteen twelve. Like it's just ridiculous. Um, anyhow, so what? Like how much technology did you really roll through in a day? Like you think about when you got up in the morning. So nineteen ninety, you know, nineteen ninety eight. Get up in the morning. You clearly I put the TV on. Clearly, you had the same alarm clock.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, 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 that may not be a, a yeah. far stretch. You'd put the TV on, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Or yeah. the radio. My house was radio. Yeah, it radio. was just, okay.
1: and it was radio, so it was like local radio stations, yeah. the Wolf 101.5 yeah. to them.
0: Depending on how far back we go, you'd put on the radio to listen for bus cancellations.
1: Yeah, yeah. One yeah. day had to go, go tune into AM A- A- stations A- M, yeah, to yeah. get the bus cancellations. Jesus, oh, we're sold.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, then,
1: and then if you had to connect with someone before you went to school to pick up on homework or something like that, you'd pick up your corded telephone.
0: Some of us had cordless phones, but okay. I mean, they were still
1: landlines. Yeah. And you also had a really strong arm to pick up that handheld unit because it was like 18 pounds. So needless to it's say, 98, 98, mm. you definitely had, um, keypad. I touch might, tone. You touch tone. I
0: might, although it took, you know, because you had to dial in it took some time. I might check email. I might probably well, yeah, not.
1: You would have, I wouldn't have. No, probably, way. probably yeah. not you would have had to connect to the internet
0: yeah well that's it you connect you gotta get, get to you gotta get, get to the family computer which is probably in some central area you gotta dial up it makes a racket people are still trying to sleep maybe because yeah, it wasn't quiet it was out, out loud noise yeah. yeah so yeah again and not something that you would in comparison to now you would just browse maybe at your phone okay hold on and then you have breakfast mm. now which breakfast hasn't changed really I don't know. Has it for, well, for you, you're on weird wonky diets often. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. But not me then. What I'm looking at is like, I'm still the kind of guy that just always makes food. So mm. I like making food. But even I look at my, even my kids to a point, what they make or consume for breakfast at their age. So a little bit younger, but they're slightly experimental and they are, I don't know. There's a more convenience factor with some of the stuff they're eating for breakfast. So like more, like they do way more packaged stuff than I want them to eat. Um, but there's just more convenience on that kind of stuff. Or they're, or they're even thinking more outside of the box. Uh, unconventional things for breakfast. Making things the night before kind of idea. Because it's a little more popular to talk about that kind of stuff.
0: I had a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios this morning, 20 years ago. I may have also had a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. For me, that hasn't changed All right, so food, Maybe some
1: toast. So we're going to... Bagel. Food certainly isn't going to be a thing. For me, now, it hasn't changed. Now, food well, on the way out of the house, though, the amount of variety of things you can get for breakfast or the places to stop to eat breakfast um leaving the house is immensely immensely different i mean going back 20 years ago you had tim hortons with a way smaller menu well, way yep. way smaller menu i think some of it and we you might were restricted have... where we lived
0: too though mm.
1: starbucks wasn't around no right you and uh and W and like all those types of places that have
0: open for quick, convenient breakfasts. Um, I think, well, the, breakfast pop- is, the popularity of breakfast, yeah, was not breakfast really has as big. become like a, a fast food thing where it yeah. wasn't so much Burger King breakfast, McDonald's breakfast. And even
1: the places that do fast food breakfast, there's places that do like the quick dining options for, for breakfast. You have all these grocery stores with hot tables. Like mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff wasn't popular. You had like Tim Hortons and McDonald's. Is bur- that, bur- is that futuristic
0: King. though? I mean, we'd already had fast food, it's just a different. It was breakfast versus lunch. Or okay, dinner. so we're
1: going to we gonna negate food out of this then altogether? I mean... Okay, fine. We'll think it out. You're thinking too long.
0: I mean, if we had like something that said, like, I push a button, you know, something like a, a Keurig, something like that, those kind of okay, instant yeah. coffee machines, that's a little bit more in that direction, because that's a... I literally, I push, I put a thing in, a p put a button, and then boom, I've got coffee. To the desired amount? Yeah, yeah. That might be a little bit more. If we had something that was like boom, it created food for me. Like, you know, okay, that's, you know, something. But Okay, fair enough. So I don't think we're quite there with the food aspect of it. Um, But certainly, like you said, like the comparison like to TV or radio, now I imagine most people look at their phone when they're having breakfast. Yeah,
1: I mean, do they even look at anything else? I
0: I don't even think they look at the newspaper. They probably look at the news on their phone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The phone replaces a lot of that stuff. Um, And then getting to your car, I guess functionally the main functions of a car have stayed the same but where 20 years ago i'd put a key into my car and turn it and start it maybe i now push i push a button yeah i don't even know where the keys are i know they're somewhere in my body as long as they're in the car i hit the button it's, it, it, it's, you don't
1: have to unlock your doors
0: now no it, as long as the keys are on my presence i can hit the button on my car or on my door and i can yeah. get into my, like, yeah,
1: my, my, my car like yeah like my car i don't even have to do that might just walk up my unlocks yeah yeah it's weird but that does backfire a lot, though. I find if I put my hand on the door too quickly, like for some reason, unlock. it's weird. There's probably a reason for that. But
0: okay, We all so. have screens in our cars now. Are you saying the modern cars? LCD screens, yep. Be it uh, GPS, which is relatively futuristic, maybe 20 years or even, ago.
1: It's just, like a, it's just like, it's a HUD. Yeah. Right?
0: Cause you got everything is all touchscreen. The CD player is non-existent. Tape player is certainly non-existent.
1: Um. Oh my God. Like, okay, yeah. So back then, go back to 98. So I'm getting in my car. I'm taking my portable CD player. Yep. You I'm plugging the it with at, my tape adapter thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or my auxiliary in Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. One or the other, and I'm plugging that into my uh, dashboard. Mm-hmm. Um, the best, the best electronics you have in your car is maybe a small digital clock somewhere. Yeah. That might even run on its own separate power. Well, um, and that was the
0: thing back then too. Like, who's upgrading their stereo now? Like, who's buying a new? stereo for the car i don't even think you can in a lot of these cars it's just all well, built then, into they the,
1: build like tvs and stuff that come mm-hmm. on your dashboard like it's completely different
0: i saw one of the the new teslas parked um in, in the parking lot yesterday and it looks like a full-size ipad that's in the center of it like i thought the screen on mine was big this thing is huge
1: yeah that's kind of creepy i noticed like the mazdas have the one the the mazda 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 whatever mazda
0: they have them come out
1: now like oh yeah yeah totally unnecessary
0: so i mean again the action of driving hasn't necessarily changed. No, the ease cars of it. still have four wheels. Yeah, now, you got,
1: now, you got backup cameras. You got yeah, yeah, cameras, cameras front and back. Maybe you've sensors. got
0: uh, yeah. I mean, and the some of these cars have like the the lane change assist and sensors if somebody's coming up on your blind spot. Actually, I
1: actually, feel like if I was to drive the car that I had in 1998 uh-huh. versus to what I drive today, I think I would get in a car accident now.
0: So? Because I, I spent a lot of time. Do you rely in, on that much on the extra? No, you know what?
1: It's not that I rely on it. I've become so attuned to it. I spent a lot of hours in a car. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Now I'm, I, I'm, I'm conditioned for all these little lights that go off to let me know what stuff is. Um, all these different assist mechanisms, I'm used to them. I'm way used to them. To the point where I even noticed the difference that when I got like out of your car today, which was a, it's a car and I'm so used to an SUV that I literally like screwed up my balance trying to out of your car because it was so low.
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing with regards to cars, and that a lot of the perks that the cars are come with standard now was something that would have been like massive, a limo, massive features, heated, yeah. heated seats. Yeah. yeah, that's not something you would have been thought like, oh, just your standard car would have heating seats. Like he- that's like a heated thing. seats and
1: steering wheels now. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so definitely the massive, massive change in the whole like transportation mechanism for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah, and you get get in. You wouldn't think in a million years that when you get in your car to even make a cell phone phone call, that wasn't a thing in 98. Mm-hmm. You may have had a cell phone, but my God, you probably didn't have a signal.
0: But, and then, too, anybody that was using cell phones, even right to, like, the mid-2000s, you were just using your phone. Like, you weren't hands-freeing anything. Everything was... You would just use the phone. Unfortunately, there was more accidents, and that kind of thing. But what you can do with, like, Bluetooth is very futuristic, I think. A lot of that stuff you can do, not just making calls, but now you can get like i said you can get text message you can get uh you can use functionality of your phone either tied into your car or just hands-free very it's star all, trek future Oh, you know all, vo- all voice
1: command yeah yeah mm-hmm. That's, and you don't have to like go to your way to set up voice command it's just there just
0: go yeah i mean i remember when voice stuff first started oh, you really had to keep like training it with your horrible. voice and it yeah and it, like now it's pretty good like yeah. it's not perfect but it's it's much better um, okay, so yeah. that
1: significant upgrades. we skip anything at the house there? No, not really.
0: Not in the morning, I don't no. think. I mean, yeah, basic like, stuff, cleaning up and all that stuff, shower, all that stuff, it's all pretty similar. Yeah, really
1: change. So you kick on with your day. Um, you know, go to school. I don't know. I have the, the the opportunity to visit high schools and colleges on occasion now, and uh, it is incredibly different um, than when we were is there. Is it all
0: smart boards? Everywhere. See, and that wasn't a thing till like, my last two years in college and where the money was was in college so you'd see all that newer or university too you'd see all that new stuff but it wouldn't be at the high school level but i remember smart boards being the new thing like and now they're, they're not probably even like, everywhere they're right?
1: not even like the new thing anymore like it, that's a thing that's mm-hmm. everywhere now
0: no overhead projectors none of that stuff <laughs>
1: the, the kids are the kids are like using like the the chromebook cart goes around the classroom for elementary school wow right that's what they get they and that that's their like here, quick! Everyone, grab a Chromebook and let's do some some assignments. Like that's just a walking around. I mean, what was ours like? The calculator cart? If we were lucky.
0: No, I mean, yeah, and like you'd have maybe a couple workstations in the class. Yeah. Maybe you'd have a dedicated computer room or lab. That was about it. You weren't. It wasn't. But again, it's same. It's much like the phone. It's just the being connected. Like people have that convenience now, where they have a tablet or a phone or a laptop. Even a laptop sounds old now, like because it's not something that's used as much. A tablet and a phone are really probably where kids specifically—that's um, what they're—that's they've got it with in their hands all the time or in their pocket. Like it's—it's it's always there. The cell phone's got to be one of the major, like it, if it's—it's it's changed everything. Yeah, it has because everything is tied into it. And, and using the word cell phone almost seems stupid because who the hell's using nobody like, it's, just, it's just a phone nobody's but who's phoning on it i do we do yeah and
1: that's our generation too big yeah. time is our generation but i feel
0: like that's almost like a backwards compatibility thing
1: it kind of <laughs> that, is that's the greatest analogy i love it it's true you know it's it's that's a mechanism we find a main use for and it gives us the excuse to do everything else that we do on it but yeah. i'm seeing um i'm seeing a massive regression though uh or push come where they're trying to get kids to and youth to... They're trying to curb that behavior quickly already because mm-hmm. they're recognizing that it's gotten way the hell out of hand.
0: It's hard because it hasn't been around long enough to know... Like, There's no long-term studies, really. No. Because it's only been around for so long. Well, they long. haven't
1: put their phones down to do the studies. Fair enough. It's, it's, it's bad. Like You got to the point now where the teachers have had to go from trying to use it as a tool which they've tried yeah you've seen that and i've seen it i've seen it even at the university and college level they've tried to the point where even at the college level they're putting the box on the front of the desk and as they, they walk in and go put your phones in the damn box because you're paying for this education and you're not getting any because you're sitting there on the phone and that you're not this lecture is going to come through no matter how hard i try you're not getting it
0: yeah i mean like even when when we were in college you know there'd be some people that would have a laptop maybe in a lecture but mostly it was pen and paper stuff. you right? love
1: that they get a laptop and i used to think to myself you can't type that quick no i can't even write that quick with bad handwriting and bad notes there's no way you're getting that
0: done and there's and, and things that came out since we were kids have already been eclipsed with the cell phone like mp3 players replaced essentially the cd player but that has then been replaced again with the cell phone a cell phone is your media player it, it is your, your media your gps it's your, everything
1: your connectivity to all your email your internet in it, most cases
0: it's very much that tricorder type device that that universal so device yeah, that so can close. just do everything or does most thing mm-hmm. you can watch tv on there you can listen to radio your music you can oh, you know what? That, that, communicate that, with people. that one really
1: gets me now too like i was on the go train the other day and uh, making my way downtown and you see people everyone everyone's on their cell phone oh yeah okay fair enough yeah um but what I caught me off guard was it wasn't like just people scrolling through messages or reading articles or whatever, whatever they're doing that way. Or just like, even just Instagram. It was like, everyone was watching like TV, mm-hmm. not just YouTube, like watching TV. And I'm like, when did this have happened? Like, and what scares me is like, I, I, I appreciate the bigger, the TV I can sit in front of to watch TV. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much blind. I appreciate that. I can't imagine satisfying everything on a tiny little uh, phone and saying, I'm good with my TV that way.
0: And, you know, I don't know if that's just a generational thing. Like, I don't know if you asked your kids if they, what would you prefer? Watching the movie on this TV or watching it well, on your phone? Well, it's
1: funny you ask that. Yeah, I caught my 12-year-old, like, she's got a TV and then she can <clears> uh, <throat> stream her phone to her TV, which is because they they make you do that now to buy, like, a not a crazy expensive one. You got to buy ones that you, you do everything off your, uh, uh, your m- mobile devices. Mm-hmm. And I go in her room, I'm like, are you watching TV on your phone? It's like you've got the TV right there. Like it's
0: like oh, this is just easier. And I'm like, oh my god, how did they get so lazy? And easy? a TV that we would have killed for back then, absolutely. Yeah. Like I remember when I bought my 27 inch TV in like 99 maybe, and I was like, well, I'm set. Well, I'm never. Well, I'm never gonna need. I'm not. The next bigger TV was like those rear projection TVs. I'm oh, like, yeah. well, I'm not gonna get that. That take up half my room. This will be it. This will be perfect. And you know that was a high end. I think I paid. You know. Five, $600 for it, thinking this is it. But now you can get a flat panel TV for next to nothing yeah. that's bigger, better picture, takes up less space.
1: Yeah, and they're very throwaway mentality, too. Oh, yeah, you can't repair them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, okay, so making our way off to our day. I mean, I mean, work is, it works. That's a harder conversation because it works so different. So, you want to use school. I mean, the teaching tools and the aids that are being used in the, in the rooms are insane um technology is completely being integrated at every turn possible i mean even my like again pick up my kids being the age that they are you know as young as grade five they're being asked to bring uh devices into the classroom to be utilized as a tool mm-hmm. and, and and they are using it as a tool it's not just like a, a free time device they're using it for calculators they're using it for search you know properties and stuff like that like unbelievable i'm not a big fan of that but you know, I thought there'd be like separation of the room kind of idea where some would have and some wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to that point where that's not the case. I think everyone has it.
0: I think because the cell phones have penetrated the market so much, and we're now several generations in that parents and family members have gone through phones, and they have their previous phone that they hand down, and they've got you know the previous phone before that that they hand down. There's so many phones out there now that. It'd be hard for a kid not to have a, f- a family member or a friend who hasn't upgraded a phone or, or upgraded two times ago to get a, an iPhone that, you know, maybe is three years old or, you know, at worst, five, six years old and, and have access to that. Again, a device that sells new for anywhere from 800 to $1,500, like depending on the on what it is, because there's so many of them now, they're almost... You know, they're, they're just everywhere. Now, unless you want the latest and greatest, you can get a used one just about, you know, like Gigi and pawn shops. But like I said, I see, I, I've, I see people come into my work and, and I say, you know, they're like, oh, I want an iPhone. I'm like, yeah, but do you need the latest and greatest? No, you're on prepaid or whatever. Just ask a family member or a friend and see if they've recently upgraded. And if they did, use that because for 90% of the people, they don't need the, the latest and greatest. And kids... As long as they can do, this is going to age me. I was going to see their messaging app. But like like you said before, like um, Instagram or I don't know if WhatsApp is still a thing that they use or not. Yeah, it is. Um, iMessage, any of that kind Snapchat. of stuff. Yeah, they can still use that. They're, you know, it's fine. It's not hard for them to get where it would have been hard for us to have like a laptop maybe. Yeah. It's not like the laptops were just like a dime a dozen and they were everywhere. Yeah, it was a really unique, unique item to come across. People weren't getting a new one every two years, you know, like it wasn't quite like that. So definitely that is a big thing. The other thing I was going to say, you said like work is different. I think one, and you mentioned a bit earlier, like the retail space has changed so much, be it the automatic tellers, even just debit. The fact that I can go up and they're like, okay, it's whatever, 40 bucks. I can take my debit card out of my wallet, I can press it against a thing, wait half a second, it beeps, and I've paid for my purchase. Yeah. That is my mind-blowing. I did nothing. I didn't put it was great when I had to select my you know, put my card in, select my account, put my PIN number in. I don't have to do any I mean, it seems super insecure to me. I don't know how this hasn't been exploited more. But the fact that I can just go up and tap and walk away, essentially. That seems like but, a futuristic but, thing. The cool
1: the thing I, I look at that with though is like at least all that money we're paying to the banks to create this network, um, which is astronomical. Seems like it's actually going somewhere. Yeah, they're actually like putting some money into that research and technology because you, know, you get something compromised or you think something's compromised, you really don't get the runaround like you used to do. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't have to go to, They very quickly and efficiently can freeze And sometimes change. they'll
0: call you and they'll be like, yeah. look, we saw this activity. Yeah. It seems weird.
1: And it's not too often I'm going to uh, pump the tires on anything uh, super capitalistic, but... Um, be honest with you I'm I feel secure with that
0: and you know tablets are in a lot of retail spaces if you go um you know sign up for whatever email lists or even sometimes the cash registers are basically tablets that they're using and you you sign off on them like that kind of stuff has definitely grown when you
1: walk in you walk into a business now and you look around that and the till setup is like you can't even tell if there's a till or not and then some person walks over with like an ipad Mm-hmm. or they walk over the cell phone with a little square on the top of it, and you're paying for your item, and there's no conventional till, there's no conventional setup.
0: Yeah. Referencing back to our last episode where we were at Deadly Grounds. Yeah, there you go. I don't even know if they have... I mean, they must have some sort of cash drawer or something, but you don't see it. They basically have this little thing out that if you're going to pay debit or credit card, you just tap it, and off you go. That's, that's what they're expecting is going to be the main income if you pay cash then they're like okay well we got to figure out how to do this but they're expecting and you know what again everything leads back to the cell phone the whole square payment thing where you can go around with your cell phone and someone can just swipe their card on your cell phone and yeah. make a payment that way like well
1: even you have the you have features on your phone now you could have to bring up uh the ability to pay with your phone and not even need any of your actual cards yeah, i could tap
0: my phone on said tap spot and say that thing. is
1: crazy trust
0: yeah yeah.
1: That's getting there. I don't know. So what else? Uh, but it's crazy trust for us and uh, those coming behind us. Is but it's gonna be super normal. convenient. Super normal.
0: It's super convenient. And if you, I get, I get the inter, like the people that are kind of worried about it. I guess you kind of have to just be like, well, hopefully the bank will look after this if there's some sort of weirdness going on with it. Do you think we're going
1: to devalue uh, money?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, and
1: I don't mean just the actual physical money. What I mean is like devalue um, the earning, the saving, the just the value of like if I've got 20 bucks in my wallet, I know that's only going to go so far. I could only do so much with it. And I learn I think of how to manage that 20 bucks when it's just my phone or my card. And I, I've got 20 bucks in my bank account. Am I going to treat it the same way?
0: Probably not now, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of that functionality where the phone or the app says, "Whoa, you know, you've just spent forty dollars today. You know, you normally spend so AI, AI AI will parent us. No, I do think there'll be some of that. That it will, it'll kind of be more. It'll pay more attention to your habits, spend, like how you spend your money, what's in your account, when you're next. If you have a regular-based paycheck coming in, it'll know when the money is coming. I think there'll be more of that automation part of it. Because, yeah, I don't know about you, but for me, I have to go out of my way to get cash now.
1: Yeah, I was going to bring that up next. Like, Do you even carry cash? I don't. Not really. No.
0: Um, I go, I, I, my go, paycheck special. comes in electronically. I don't even get a check anymore. I mean, that sounds, that sounds, makes me sound real old, but I mean, there's like, um, I get the e E transfer. Yeah. Um, so it's not even direct deposit. I get that done. Um, so I don't see the money there. I pay out 90%, I pay pretty much all my bills through my app. Yeah. So there's no money there. There's no checks. I'm not writing anything. And then, yeah, like, unless I specifically go to my way to go to an ATM and take money out, I rarely have cash on me. And there's very little places that you, can't use debit or credit card anyways i
1: i I, hey listen back to that i'm on the road a lot and i i stop in like small communities and maybe i'll stop at a a diner or like a small corner shop or something like that to grab some water or you know whatever a quick coffee and i mean traditionally i'd be like ooh, this place is not gonna have debit and i walk in i'm like nope this place has debit and they just don't have cash Mm -hmm. it's like they, they they have a customly changed
0: yeah, there, there definitely was a time where some small businesses would be like, oh, we're not going to do debit or credit. Cause, well, you know, there's the, the fee. The, the fees, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to do it. Unfortunately, they can't get away with that now because there's just – I think it, it would be more harmful for their business to do that than it would be to take the hit on the fees. And those payment processing companies can kind of run amok with that because what else are you going to do? So. Okay, well, that's
1: that is a big piece. I mean, even when we, we were going back to nineteen ninety eight, leaving the house in the morning, you you'd be putting some change in your pocket, and it certainly probably would go a lot further back then. But you would be putting. I wasn't change.
0: paying debit at the cafeteria, for example. No, no. Or at the vending machines, you could go to vending machines now. You can pay credit card or debit and do that.
1: And you tap there too. Yeah, yeah. So no, so so you uh, okay. So yeah, we we definitely massively changed that piece when you think about it. I mean, do you think the world is uh? It's easier in respect now. Like, I mean, everyone likes to say technology makes things easier. I think there's definitely a sense of convenience.
0: I think it makes things easier, but I think it means we jam more things into the same amount of time. Mm. It's like we got to keep ourselves to that same level of insanity and we just keep adding more and more. (laughs) Well, it's kind of true. Like It is. It's truly true. We should technically be more relaxed. As a people, and we're not at all. In fact, we're the other way. I think we, because things are quicker and easier to do, we're jamming things in that we would never have gotten done. We're getting more done in a shorter period of time, but we're doing more. And a lot of stuff that
1: we're not doing more. We never would have done before. Yeah, we're busier. It's busier. We're not accomplishing anything more. If we would, we'd be solving a hell of a lot more of the problems out there that we're not, would cause more.
0: I guess the other thing to look at for, quote, futuristic stuff, would be how we entertain entertain ourselves now. Oh, yeah.
1: The streaming services, the...
0: I mean, you and I used to walk down... Geez, this whole episode just makes me sound like an old person. I mean, we used to walk down to the to the store, the convenience store, and we'd yeah. look, see what movies we can rent, and if it was in, and we'd rent it, and we'd have it for a day, and we'd have to bring it back the next afternoon. <laughs> I You don't have to do... I remember the first time I, I used Netflix, and when it started in Canada, the lineup was garbage. But the fact that I could hit something, and it just started. It was just, boom, there it is. And I don't have to do anything. I don't have to wait. it It's a, it's a phenomenal system. But then, like you said before, okay, so now we can do stuff quicker. But what does everyone bitch about? Oh, I can't find anything to watch. Or oh, there's too much on here. I can't figure out... So that you have this problem of having to browse through. It's the same problem we had when we went to the video store, but now we're in front of our TV and we're like, I don't know what to watch. I can't find anything. Yeah. We can watch it in a second. It's always available, but we still complain. It goes that.
1: back to the same point where it, it really isn't significant anyhow, yeah. but we've, we finally have gotten to that point where the uh, the shine and wonder has uh, fallen off of it a little bit now. So mm-hmm. maybe we're back to the,
0: the drawing board and recognizing that maybe that isn't how we should be filling our time. And then audio same thing it's all streaming now mostly like spotify well listen
1: that. hey i'm going to i'm going to toot the horn of audio here because like the fact that we're standing here on what will be like almost a radio show in some capacity and we get to self produce it and put it out there
0: the closest thing to this 20 years ago would be if you had one of those portable those little baby tape recorders <laughs> or a boombox when i was a kid and you could just record yourself talking into it and share that tape with somebody or whatever.
1: Imagine podcasting back then. You'd be like driving around with a thousand tapes, in your yeah, are be like to tape, hand them
0: out. tape swapping, basically. Like, like, oh, I got the whole library right here. It's one of those tape cassette briefcases full of like <laughs> what a horrible idea. I got twenty four episodes in this box.
1: I can see why podcasting had to had to wait for digital.
0: Well, I I remember my dad used to get TV shows on tape oh, in the mail. Yes, like the whatever it was. Like, that wasn't Columbia House, whatever it was. Columbia House was one, though. There's like two episodes per tape. Yeah. Can you imagine waiting a
1: month for two episodes? I can't even imagine the fact that we used to wait a week.
0: Yeah. It's everything is now, I want it on my time. I want it immediately. And I want all of it. And give it to me all. What? There's six seasons in this program, but you've only got five? I'm furious. Yeah. Did you watch the five seasons? Well, no, I'm waiting until the six seasons on there, and then I will start watching.
1: I won't even start because yeah. I don't want to ruin it for myself. It's like, well, by the time you get to the sixth season, we'll have it out there.
0: But I mean, the rest of the stuff, I mean, you know, gaming, okay. It's kind of, to be fair, video games, Ooh. except for like maybe VR stuff, which is definitely like kind of a futuristic thing, it's more or less the same. You, you know? know what?
1: I, okay, my opinion on, the, on gaming is, is maybe a little bit different on this one. So I look at gaming now and I feel like they took like two maybe three kind of genres of games and that's all they put out.
0: Well that's true. The what, what and why it's probably starting to get more popular is I think a lot of the independent games are now starting to be get are kind of becoming the hot property because of that they're not a first person shooter, they're not a yearly sports franchise, they're not I don't know, what other, whatever, like you said, it's a race game, maybe.
1: Yeah, or the other ones that are like, they're like a- Fighting game. A story kind of idea, like they're like a, a set story. But they're not, They're just, they're just not a, I call them a game, right? So the independent games that you get on your tablets and phones that mm-hmm. are small downloads, that are like a few hundred megs. And Something
0: you can just jump into, play it for 20 minutes, an hour, and yeah, you can the, leave it. And the the you don't have to worry. The video we you grew up on, yeah.
1: essentially, that didn't like consume 12 hours a day to to get through it. You could pick it up, put it down, not give a crap. I think it's amazing. Like, I think this whole, like the, again, it's it ages, but the whole Candy Crush thing, I'm like, oh my God, it's Tetris with some advances. And it's like the most addictive thing going for like our generation anyways. And I'm laughing at it going, it's just freaking Tetris. But mm-hmm. you know what? There's a reality that those were effective tools back then as well.
0: There's not a lot of like couch co-op games either. Like games where the two of us would just sit down Plug two, four uh, controllers they just in. just
1: released Command and Conquer. On console? No, on your phone.
0: Oh, that's different. That's way different. That's that's two idiots <laughs> wiring two oh, no. full-size whoa, 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 des- whoa, whoa. PCs back together. Back up, back up, back
1: up. Drop the idiots. We were innovators.
0: Okay, and there might have been three of us, depending on which game we were playing.
1: Yeah, but and seriously, you look at that, like, Online gaming or or access to online gaming, like you have mobile apps now that augment the playing of your your PS4 or, or Xbox One or whatever you're, you're playing. So these things augment, they enhance the experience. You've got um, your headsets on that are completely tied together, so you can communicate freely and clearly. Um, all that's running with it, and then there's you and I, like taking apart our desktop PCs, carrying the hard drives, you know, the few hundred yards to each other's houses so we can Ethernet cable them together mm-hmm. to play a game, <laughs> two-player. <laughs> and then, a few hours later, take it all apart, <laughs> take two of you to transport it to the house, because, you, you, I mean, we're talking about carrying a monitor, a full-size monitor. The Internet
0: for us kids was a wire between 15 feet at most. Of
1: two very old computers.
0: And you know what? If you were lucky and you had a third person, then you'd have three wires between you, and you'd play a three-player game. In fact, that's how we... Almost played through the entirety of Diablo 2, I think, at one point. That was insane.
1: You know what? the good old days. That was fun. There's an element that, unfortunately, I wish um, would be seen. Now everyone plays their their games and they don't even really play in the same room. Multiplayer games that were like the good old 007 GoldenEye, you got to play multiplayer shooters, but you played them in the game together. So you had the fun reaction of kicking each other's butts, And then the fun reaction of watching the temper tantrum when you lost. There's an element of that that's truly missed in today's video games. Yeah,
0: there's not a lot of like the split screen games or the multiplayer games. I guess some of the sports games and that, but I mean, like the first person shooters, we used to do a lot of the wrestling games we'd play. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Lots of variety. So there's, I think, I think what's happened to video games, and it's my perspective, and I'm sure there's a conflicting opinion to this, but I really feel like that there's not as much variety. Mm. as there once was because you have the cell phone tablet market that you can independent game market that's kind of picked up a lot of the variety and the rest of it is kind of the streamline four or five genre of game that sits and there's there's probably a little more but i think if you really start analyzing it and breaking it down there probably is like four or five variations
0: certainly of, the more popular ones are the ones that sell yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: the ones that you see everywhere right so but anyways okay so that's your uh your gaming your entertainment piece that, you know that's you know, and then you look at how your calendar reminder system works nowadays versus how it did then. Like, you wrote stuff down. That was your calendar reminder. Like, you had to keep track mm, of that physically. We're back
0: to the cell phone again. 90% of that is not on your cell phone. You had a... F- yeah, back then. No, 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 now I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so not then. That, God. You did that
1: back then. You had a one-inch screen on a flip phone. Mm. I don't think it had the capability of keeping a note. Yeah. So, yeah, you had to keep like a, an actual pen and paper calendar with you to figure things out. And now I have a... Calendar that not only tells me today, tomorrow. They plan ahead. Other people can put stuff in the calendars, and I can put different things in other people's calendars. And I mean, I think about today. If I didn't have my electronic calendar combined with email, I don't know how I would get done as much as I get done. And then I, I could ask, do I really get that much done? But or at least be that busy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, it's back to the cell phone again, taking another big part of of what we would have had before. I mean, yeah. some of the
1: workplaces too, like the stuff that's actually happening in the workplaces now with like technology is so crazy. And you know, everyone's, everyone's job and career has been basically flipped on its head so far. And we're not even at the peak of it yet. Not even close to the peak of it yet. Yeah. And we wiped out industries, lost the video store, lost. I mean, that was, that was, that was easily going to come. So I wasn't too surprised about that. We're losing customer service. You can argue. I mean, people are still good at it when they get the opportunity to do it, but the workplace environment is taking away the opportunity to have customer service. You know, it's not that people don't want to do it or are incapable of doing it, which I've had someone try to argue with me before. It's actually more the the, the environment is taking it away to streamline.
0: I forget what company it was. One of their, I think it's for Black Friday, one of their commercials is supposed to be, it's supposed to be a joke, but it's kind of true. The play is that they're promoting um, offline shopping. So like, you know, come into the store and you can get the stuff and shipping. There is no shipping. Like that's, it's supposed to be a joke, but then you're like, yeah, but that's kind of what it is. Like online shopping is a thing where like, I would be surprised if it's not, it's gotta be well over half of the shopping that people do. Definitely around the holidays is online.
1: Look at In general. I mean that, that they're like putting things at your fingertips. So, you know, the other night I was sitting there with my wife, we're talking about some stuff and I'm like, you know what? I need some stuff for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I normally, I would have to like research or go to like a radio shack, the source,
0: a know. store that's specialized in whatever yeah, you were and, looking and for. And ask
1: like, Hey, I'm thinking, does this thing exist? Mm-hmm. They're going to pull out some weird catalog and we're going to try to figure out if it exists. Instead, I sit there and I start flipping through Amazon, make together the quick list I want, toss the list to my wife uh, which she then does through Ebates so that we can get a rebate by buying something online. And, uh, 48 hours later, it's at my door.
0: Now back to your point about customer service, I guess what would be lost in that is if you had gone into a store that specialized in what you're buying in theory, the guy at the store or the woman in the store would be able to say, you know, there's X, Y, and Z, uh, models available. I would recommend this one because of whatever you're left to your own devices to do Ooh. your own research, which is fine. I yeah, mean, so if we, it's there,
1: but bought a couple of new mic arms here. Right. Yeah. And number one thing I said to you was like, Ugh. you know, I had like 400 plus reviews. That's enough for me to think about pretty good chance. I'm not going to get a crap product, um, but I still don't have complete faith mm. because I'm just relying on views, reviews yeah. that also could be automatically generated. Right. So I'm hoping for the best I can. There's no one to authenticate that. It's a gamble. And and we get them both, two products, um, the exact same company, exact same product, two of the same thing, and one's missing a piece. So it's the same thing. It's like, I have no one to go to to deal with this. I have to deal with shipping, some emails, no personal experience. Not the end of the world, but you know what do I end up doing? I have a piece laying around that I can use instead, so I don't even bother.
0: Kind of a theme for all of this would be, it's great when it works, uh, when it doesn't work, it's a nightmare. That
1: does go back to your opening point. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's just, uh, you know, the technology is great when it works, and when it doesn't work, it's a real pain in the ass.
1: I wonder if we're going to plateau like for a little while, or do we just
0: keep going? Uh, there's no... If you look at history, it only seems like we're accelerating. It doesn't seem like we are plateauing anywhere anytime soon. I mean, there was always talk with computers that, well you can only make a computer so fast because you can only get so much on a on a microchip. Well, they just find new ways of getting more on no a microchip. There's always ways that come out, even when we think, well, in 10 years, we're not going to have, there's nothing else we'll be able to do with this. By then, things change. So I don't think it's something that's going to plateau anytime soon. I think maybe everything we have will continue to get faster, maybe smaller, quicker, more efficient, Or it'll be a case of things that we never thought technology would be involved in, will be involved in. I don't know. Um, Your painted wall, pretty basic. There should be no technology involved. Well, maybe in 10 years we have paint that is an LCD screen. I don't know. Like, I think it's going to show up in places we just don't expect. And if you look back, I'm sure there's things that have come, that have showed up that we didn't expect, probably didn't expect, um you know the cell phone to be what it is or, or anything beyond a phone and now it's yeah, I mean, that's I'm, the last thing
1: it is i'm totally waiting for i think back to uh, and i'm gonna bring a marvel re- marvel ref- reference into this but i think back to i think it was the first avengers movie when tony stark has his cell phone which looks like just a piece of glass i don't expect this to get there except i'm assuming that we need to have guts in our cell phones but when he's able to take what's on a cell phone. And just basically projected into kind the of the air.
0: minority report kind of thing where you can just, I, like I firmly believe that's not far away. No, I, I probably feel like,
1: like that. And there's probably somewhere out there that's already utilizing that. We don't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's really, really not far away. This whole projection of your devices, because then that's going to be the piece that takes away having it by the TVs. And that's, I see that evolution coming.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing too, is probably, uh, more wearable technology, uh, more technology built into the human body. Potentially, like things yeah. like that, which is kind of opening up a whole other can well, the, of worms. But
1: you, know, you notice the whole, um, that had that whole eyepiece glass thing they're trying to do yeah. for the, that seemed, that doesn't seem to have taken off.
0: No, but then, you know,
1: it's around, you can get it.
0: You know, VR has come and gone a few times, and now it seems to be something that's sticking around for a little bit longer. Hell, 3D movies have come by a few times now, and, you know, they stick around for a while and then they go away. And I think, We'll keep trying technologies until they stick or they work. How and they and how they want them to. is a big thing yeah. too, right? Like oh yeah.
1: If, if they if they know they can't build it in a fashion that over time is going to become affordable, then they know they they can't bring it to market or keep it at market. There's no money,
0: right? If if, if you can't sell it to the majority of people, then yeah. why bother?
1: No, it's 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 gonna be cool. I mean, even look at your house now. Like we can tie together your lights and all these other different systems now to your your voice-operated systems, mm-hmm. like for your yeah. little Google. All that
0: in home automation stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's cool.
1: Kind of creepy, to a point, but but still.
0: It's a convenience thing, but then it's also, like you said, it's a something that it, it's convenience that we didn't need 20 years ago because we didn't have so much stuff 20 years ago. What, so
1: What I really want to see, yeah, I, I know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I really, really want to see if you're going to automate my home. Let me automate my home and not have to put it into the rest of the information data out there in the world i mean it's not if you can do this wirelessly stuff bluetooth capabilities through your house let's make it for general consumers that i can do that to my house and not have to tie it to my wi-fi and connect it to a massive source like google
0: yeah i mean that's the thing now like the term internet of things or iot is the new where the money is now is well we've already got laptops computers tablets phones all on the internet now let's get your light fixtures let's get your your heating let's get your cameras let's get all of that stuff all your devices in the house are becoming connected to the internet in some way for quote our convenience but yeah yeah, i question that the internet of things is the next is where things are going everything is getting connected some form to the internet so so i don't mind
1: the idea of my house having its own independent system
0: you want like an offline internet, like a local internet yeah, that just my doesn't connect. So my,
1: my house is tied, it tied together to But itself. then those,
0: those companies then can't track how many times you turn on and off your lights. Great. How many lights you have on at one time, what you're doing when those lights are on, what other devices are being used. That's where the money is. Like you said, that's the information is where, where they're really making the money because then they sell it. Yeah, but
1: I, I know and I just love to know what the hell that's wanted for. Like Russians, I, we've gotten to that point. Hey, careful. That's probably one of our biggest subscriber base. Um, yeah. But in, in all seriousness, I mean, i not trying to go too, too deep on this, though. It, the more advanced we get with everything, I also think it's great because we stop and take pause and start asking the question like, well, why the hell do you need that? Like, you know what? We start asking the question going, OK, we kind of want to know now. Like you've done this long enough and maybe we've been lemmings long enough. Now we're kind of going, you know what? what the hell are you doing with all our information and where are you going with it? And yeah. what are you manipulating in our system around us that, you know what, we're kind of su- suspect of anyways.
0: So I want to know. We're seeing a little bit of that with social media, like with Facebook and Twitter and that, especially with regards to the past, uh, us election. There's been there for what seems like the first time there's really been like putting them to the fire. Me like, look, you know, these people have, have come onto your network They've they've spread false information, they've manipulated information, they've got access to this and that. What are you gonna do about it and what you know, what are you doing with that information? So it's there. I think it's not gonna go away. I don't think we're ever because the convenience or what we perceive as the convenience is always gonna be there. I think we'll always have that stuff and hopefully to a degree those people and companies will be held accountable, but as I said before, Google has all my information, so I'm boned if they ever turn on us. That's all I know.
1: And I love knowing all that you know and having all that you have there. You still haven't diversified in any way, shape, or form. No, We, had, actually the, we feel, had this same conversation about
0: a year ago. I, I somehow feel like it's I'm worse. safer this way if I just dump it all into one company, which makes no sense to me. Google is my friend. I don't That's know.
1: the equivalent of like sleeping on a mattress with all your money underneath it.
0: Yeah and uh, that's all I got
1: alright so let's have a conversation about movies then so theaters we haven't talked movies in a while we haven't been to the movies in a while and we're also looking at the fact that there's nothing really drawing us to the movies right now
0: I saw Halloween that was the last movie I think I saw in the theater um, I can't even tell you what the last one was I Creed saw. 2 I no. don't know I saw the first one in the theater I thought it was pretty good so I don't know if I watched that one in the theater or not But I,
1: I haven't seen Creed all the way through Okay. Which is, I actually am disappointed. I haven't seen it all the way through, yeah. um, and I do look forward to it. The you're idea big, you're a big Rocky
0: guy. Like well, yeah,
1: exactly. In Creed 2, the, the the nostalgia piece of bringing in Drago and everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Definitely look forward to that. I
0: think this time of year, a lot more kids' movies probably coming out. You get the Wreck It Ralph. You've got Mary Poppins is coming soonish. I think. I'm think.
1: Kind i of looking forward to that Mary Poppins too. I, I, I like. I, I've given in to this. They're going to either reboot or... Live
0: action every version of their movies.
1: Yeah, so they're either going to live action in their movies, they're going to reboot movies, or they are going to put sequels that no one's asked for. I've accepted that. And what I expect now is that they're going to put a lot of effort into it. And they seem to be doing... There are cases where you can say, you've done very, very well. And there's cases where you're like, that was a waste of time. Probably always going to be the story. But when they do it really, really well... I mean, they do do it really, really well. So... For example, Mary Poppins, I'm really very much looking forward to uh, Emily Blunt playing an incarnation of, I'm not sure how the story's played out, whether it's Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins' sister, or something like that. I can't remember the story. I I presume it's the same, but, but what I love about it is that they've taken a really high caliber actress, put a big pressure situation on her. She's respecting the fact that it's a big pressure role situation, and to live up to the, you know, the legacy of the Mary Poppins character, so like that challenge I'm looking at it from the perspective of that the challenge to live up to something like that, I'm like, you know what, go for it, like go do your best. It's not like when they did like the Meg with a like you know, an advancement of trying to make it on Jaws, which you know I had a really funny uh, conversation about being on a plane watching the Meg and uh trying to figure out if the people around me thought I was nuts or not because I'm laughing through the majority of the movie um the parts where And I'd say spoilers, but Jesus Christ, please don't watch this movie. I'm jealous. I got to see this movie. At one point, Jason Statham did kick the Meg in the face. (laughs) In the water, by the way. Um, He outswam it, which Michael Phelps has already proven to us you can't do. Hmm. Um, And uh, at one point, when you think the movie's finally figured out and things are slightly sorted, um, not only did they happen to catch the one shark, uh, which was ridiculously massive and looked really good, by the way. All of a sudden, a bigger shark just jumps out of the water. <laughs> There's no explanation of to how it got, because there was a beautiful explanation that was such a stretch, but but it was an it was a, a theory that was used to build a principle in the movie, and so it justified the one shark being there and all that jazz, or the the megalodon being there and all that jazz. It made no logical sense why there was a second one. <laughs> They,
0: Does the second one come out and then just like just cuts to black like what do they No, the second one jumps up
1: out of the water eats the other one mm. that's on the hook on the boat mm-hmm. and then like sinks the boat because it's so freaking big and then all of a sudden that's the new problem now Awesome. and it happens so fast in the movie and they're able to deal with that one with the same level of ease they dealt with the first one which kind of doesn't make any sense either.
0: I don't think there's a whole lot of movies that I'm looking forward to till the spring Captain Marvel.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, that's that's extremely high on the list. But, uh,
0: yeah, I can't think. Because normally this time of year, you'd have a Star Wars movie, which they didn't have this year.
1: No. And, and we were talking in the car uh, before we had the podcast. Uh, Venom. Neither one of us took the the shot on Venom.
0: Yeah. I'm waiting for that one to come out on. Oh, hey. How something did, I don't have to pay how, for.
1: How did uh, Robin Hood sneak into getting
0: done again? Oof. Oh, don't worry. It tanked. I, well
1: it's playing now it's already just done
0: oh it's not doing well yeah I don't I don't know why they have to keep going back and making Robin Hood It just it's never great, great.
1: and I don't like how they take actors who are doing not too bad in what they're doing and then torpedoing torpedoing the shit out of them by putting in movies like this like that Taron Egerton I love that kid he's great this is not helping him this is not gonna help you
0: this is helping you like uh, that King Arthur movie last year was oh it did not yeah. help. What's, what's his name on him? yeah yeah because,
1: You chose that over Pacific Rim 2, you're an idiot. Yeah. Sorry, and I really liked him. And I thought he was awesome because he turned down Fifty Shades, recognizing that wasn't necessarily a great role. And then he did
0: that. Although, to be yeah. fair, I guess, like, on paper, you're like, well, it's Guy Ritchie. How bad can it be? Boof. Guy Ritchie's not always. Guy Ritchie in Medieval. All I want to say. Yeah.
1: Show me where that's worked or where there's an example of that working.
0: But I can't think of anything else that's coming out yeah, anytime a... soon that's of any... Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen movie. Did you see that? No. I've heard I actually do I, I've of... heard mixed things, but I think I can wait for that to come out on something. The Girl in the Spider's Web. That tanked so hard that you'll never see another one of those movies. It made $8 million on its opening weekend. Are you serious? Just eight.
1: It's because The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was a fantastic film.
0: Here, Here's part of the problem. It's based on a book that's not written by the original author. It's written oh, by a guy who picked up the series afterwards. Okay. They changed all the actors from the last movie.
1: Yeah, that was a mistake.
0: There's just, I think... I know
1: sh- that Claire Foy is not good. But it's- they should
0: have marketed it as complete separation. I think the way it was marketed, it looked like it was a sequel. Oh, for sure. And I don't think it is, really. But anyways, yeah, no, it tanked. It's probably already out of theaters.
1: No, no, it's still... Uh- I got my Cineplex app here. It's mm. still uh, still rocking and rolling. And uh,
0: once upon a Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, look, that's for at least for a good cause. I think it's for like uh, cancer charity. But who's have you seen Deadpool too? You gonna go back to the theater to watch a PG version
1: with fifteen minutes of extra footage? Yeah, the book, Fred, the Fred bookend Savage? stuff
0: with Fred. I know, I know what it is. Like the the Princess Bride stuff. I get it. I just don't know if I could
1: spend the money to go see it. You know, they've done more than 15 minutes of footage. You know, they have changed lines. His face. Well, they has, have to. His face has a mask so they can change dialogue from mm-hmm. Deadpool, the whole thing through. He, he could be telling you a completely different story that could be absolutely hysterical that they turn it on its heads.
0: It's only out for 12 days. Two. I know.
1: And that's where I think it's got some uniqueness to it. I think, I think, it's, wor- I think it's worth it. Eddie, come on, Ron Reynolds, how do you not support but the But now,
0: like, does that mean I have to wait? Like, is that going to come out as its own movie, or is that going to come out like a special edition of Deadpool 2? Oh, my God. Version?
1: I love how we're saying there's no movies coming out, and there's, like, movies <laughs> that we really should have a conversation about here. Like
0: what? Well, Aquaman. I'm okay. I, I can wait till that shows up on Bum- Netflix or something. Bumblebee? Again. Yeah, you've, bur- you've burned me too many times, I think. I, I The trailer looks promising, but I don't know. Hold on, um, what else? Holmes and Watson. I'm okay. Oh come
1: on, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley.
0: Yeah, I know, but again, I don't know. I don't think I need to go to the theater for that.
1: Mary Queen of Scots. Scots would be good. That's not a theater one. Mm-hmm. Mortal Engines. I was asking you about that. I'm not I sure. I think what it's to think a young adult
0: yet. novel. I believe those have such potential, though. Sometimes I guess I've never seen any. They Do um, Welcome
1: to Marwin. I
0: Steve Carell. That looks too creepy to, for me. I really, really enjoy Steve Carell. I do too, but it's, it does look super creepy. I don't like the dolls. It looks like toy soldiers, but like creepier somehow.
1: Why there's another King Arthur movie, the kid who would be king.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. No idea. Oh, this is, I'm I'm super stoked for this movie and it's in February just simply because my kids absolutely love it. And I, you know, Gerard Butler, I enjoy. And uh, him in a cartoon is even better. So, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. I'm sorry, that, that third one, The Hidden World, it does look sensational.
0: They're making another one? Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought they were done with that when they made the cartoon, uh, the no, TV series.
1: No, but no the, see, and this is what, uh, my kids have actually explained this to me and I, it, it got me hooked on it a little bit. They did the best thing ever was that they made the TV show. Sorry, they made the movie, first mm-hmm. movie, right? Made the second movie. Right. And then what they did with the TV series took them between the first and the second and then what the series picked up um, around the same timeline as the movies. Then all of a sudden this series now is leading them into the third movie. It was the smartest plan ever. And it's so accurate and it's all the same voices and it's the same, the writers and directors and like, it's the same crew. So that is so, so clever. I thought the only thing we didn't get was you didn't get Gerard Butler in the TV series, um, for the voice of the, the dad, which was a shame because he's, he's the voices is, is rich. It's good. It's, I
0: don't know. He's so he's in the movies. Yeah,
1: he's the voice of the dad, uh, Stoic, the, the the Viking. All right. Uh, I'm just telling you, it's worth, it's worth a watch. If you,
0: you have kids, it makes more sense. You know what? They'll, it's really good, man. Kids no, are it makes more sense that you've seen it, and I haven't.
1: Yeah, but if you were to see it, I don't think anyone would judge you harsh. They're, why does Cineplex keep playing all the old movies?
0: Because people don't need to, would I rather don't. watch those this time of year than some of the stuff that's coming out.
1: Oh, I want to go watch Philadelphia in the movie theater?
0: No, but they had Die Hard and Ghostbusters, both of yeah, which yeah. I would have saw.
1: I see Die Hard coming up for Christmas, mm-hmm. which is smart because it is a Christmas film.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but you're into February now, so really there's not a lot coming up for the next couple months.
1: No, it, it certainly is not as, uh, as action-packed in the Christmas season as you expect it to be. I was excited to see that Netflix is releasing uh, Infinity War on uh, Christmas, Christmas Day. Day yeah. yeah, that was cool.
0: Probably gonna be the last Marvel movie on uh, Netflix.
1: Kinda of symbolic that it's that one. Yeah. Um and where do you think that go oh, reality bites, twenty fifth anniversary. That's hilarious. So do you think they're gonna uh launch the the Disney Disney service uh or Disney streaming in the uh it's
0: supposed to be twenty nineteen. Whether we get in Canada or not, I don't know, different story.
1: See, I I kinda of, I'm kinda of hopeful we don't get in Canada for too quickly because then we can get some other stuff rocking and rolling. I, I, you know, it's funny how people don't pay attention to what the hell's going on. So you see the reactions about uh, some of those Marvel TV series being uh, canceled on Netflix. And then you see the uproar online. I'm like, you just why would you suspect that they would keep it going on Netflix when they're opening their own damn network? Yep. Like, they're going to pull their intellectual properties and take them to their own network. And hopefully they can lure the people that were doing them or they'll enhance them. But in most cases, they're probably going to pull everybody that was doing it. Because mm-hmm. the way Netflix works is you can do work for Netflix and you can do work for everybody else. You don't have to work for them exclusively. So,
0: Yeah, and those shows were all done in partnership, I think, with ABC, which is Disney-owned. So they'll yeah. just pull them out and they can, if they want to keep doing them, they'll do them on their streaming service. Like the rumor was that the they might do the uh, Heroes for Hire to the Luke Cage, Iron Fist. It makes sense. Pair up. They
1: were already working towards it. Yeah. It looked good. Mm-hmm. Look good do you think they keep the same actors
0: might as well i mean i don't unless contractually they can't but i don't know i, I mean at this point why not it'd be if you want to have that history built in your program you're trying to start to start new shows on your streaming service you've got that history of those characters with those actors probably doesn't hurt to to keep them yeah if they were going to do a clean break then I'd say use different people, but I think because you've tied those shows into the, I mean, very loosely into the movie universe, and you've already had you've already established those characters, and in theory, those programs will be streaming on Netflix in parallel with the old episode, the old seasons. You might as well if they can.
1: So let me pull this all back together to kind of what we were talking about then. So we talk about all these advances in, of, uh, and of technology and everything, and we slowly. I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer that that cable television is virtually dead. Uh, very, very close, unfortunately. For, for, I say unfortunately because there's still some good stuff that comes from it. Um, our, and as streaming takes over the world and continues to take over the world, are you going to find yourself adding to your streaming list? Are you going to be paying for more streaming products?
0: Well, we talked about this a little bit. It's The streaming services, it's eventually becoming like cable where each streaming service is a channel you're paying for at a premium. I'm paying 15 bucks for Netflix each month. I'm going to pay... You know whatever ten dollars a month for the disney one or whatever so you're still you're you're going right back into the same habit you had with cable where you'd pay i don't know i paid pay 20 bucks a month if i wanted the movie channels and hbo i would pay 20 bucks if i want the sports channel so i think it's the same thing it's just it's but do you think online
1: do you feel that you get more quantity for your dollar so maybe it's a little bit easier of a pill to swallow because you're certainly getting more, I, more. You're getting more stuff. Like there's more stuff you can view and watch at your leisure.
0: I'd say that to a point. However, a lot of the cable channels now, with the providers, you get the on-demand stuff. So they're putting more of their back catalog yeah, they, of their they, programs. They charge
1: extra for that, though. Mm, like well. You have to up you your packages to get that.
0: All right, I don't have to with mine, but it. it but I think that's where they're trying to compete. Is like, okay, well, look. We have live television, but then we also have the stuff on demand. So I I think it's the only thing that they've got left to do. Um, a lot of them are breaking free from the uh, carriers. So like you can get HBO now by itself. You can get the HBO app without having a Rogers or Shaw or Bell subscription. Well, they have to figure
1: something out with the last season of Game of Thrones coming.
0: Sportsnet you can get independently. Um, I don't know about TSN, but... It's getting there. Like it's 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 breaking off now. Like you can legit go cable free, and and you can subscribe to Sportsnet. You can subscribe. So you can get other channels. They have that new one, um Dzone or something yeah. like that. More that like gives you your baseball, um, basketball. I don't know what else they do. Yeah,
1: sports certainly aren't hard to get. No, but that would unless that, you like rugby. Like, but I do, sports is, which is a thing possible to get. Yeah,
0: well, sports is a thing though where cable had that advantage because you couldn't get sports on Netflix. You couldn't get sports on crave or whatever yeah. but now although i noticed on like amazon prime and twitch thursday night football you can watch on there now that's big so i mean not for me but it's something that is it's certainly big in in, in the states so yeah i think it's it's certainly getting where it's much easier to get because you, like you said you can get all your network programming online in various locations i don't know dude it's it's. I don't know what else they're going to do to keep it. I don't know what you can do, because the what is your benefit? Your benefit is you can watch something when it's scheduled to be on TV. How is that a benefit?
1: Yeah, it's not. Like, it's not like you're. At one point, there was like the element of live news, but I, I can get more live news on a Twitter mm-hmm. faster than the reporter can get it up on the screen.
0: And you know, sports was your other one, but if you can get that now online, there's nothing except for a few live events maybe. But, but again, a lot of those things now are streaming online on like YouTube or whatever. It's hard, man. I don't know what the, I don't know what the argument is so, for regular TV, like for cable so or satellite.
1: So to culminate as we wrap this pod, ow. So to culminate as we wrap this pod, rip my ear buds out of my face. Yeah. Um. Do you think we're at the, like that tipping point right now with uh, technology? Like we've had We've had some big advances we've had some cool things show up we see tons of innovation we know there we can see the next steps of innovation right in front of us we see the evolution of it we've gotten used to it we know that we're going to be on the ep- epics of change like we're going to have the the driverless car we're and, and i mean we'll we'll be segmented into it slowly but we're even seeing the change of um you know consumables and and energy sources and all that shit like we see all that happening right in front of us you're looking at the you know, late 2010 teens into the early 2020s. Is this going to represent the tipping point when the ship really starts to turn get turned on its head and change? Do you think?
0: I mean, as I said before, I think it's certainly accelerating. So I think the changes seem to be happening faster and faster.
1: Like, is this the next industrial revolution? And this time it's technological. I know you we could
0: argue that that's happened. That's been happening for years. I mean, really? I, yeah. I know that the internet for? became mainstream.
1: That was, a, I, I think that was one. I think the internet was definitely a, a technological evolution mm-hmm. or revolution, whatever you want to call it. But we're at a point now where we're we are about to take another big step and be able to take our our homes, our energy sources. Um, we've we've innovated completely in some cases how we get food now. Um, I'm wondering, as the consumer piece, anyways, that we're going to completely change the con- the we're on that tip of completely changing the day to day life. You can literally order everything from your phone and have someone bring it to your house. Now.
0: I mean, I think basically the change you're talking about is essentially a personnel free retail experience or an, an experience where you don't need to have staff at a store. You don't need to have customer service at a store. It's either all directly online or it's, I ordered online. I go pick it up myself, eliminating that middle part. And it's certainly happening. Like you said, the, 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 um, uh, what do you call it? The self checkouts and, and that kind of thing are certainly definitely the past year. i been seeing a lot more of massive them. change in that in, in the past the grocery year, stores, shoppers, even, drug mart. Um,
1: it's not even the point of, of the self checkout. It's like, it's the elimination of people. Like at least with some of the stores like Home Depot's and that when they started with the self checkouts, I think pretty, pretty early in this conversation for, you know, at least in Canada. They still had staff and they still have a staff person there. Mm. I have gone through many a grocery store um and there's no one around. There's Especially you, at night. You can't find
0: anyone. At, like evenings, you go into like Metro or something, it's
1: dead. I, and I, I and is it the Canadian in us that we still stand there and look for somebody and ensure that we know we've paid for it? i mean, how the hell are people just not walking out? Hey, man, the, the automated
0: voice said that. Have a nice day. Here's your receipt. So I'm going with it. You know what it is? It's that receipt. If I had that receipt in my hand, i feel better about it. It's, uh, I feel like somebody somewhere, there's well, a record of I paid this.
1: And this whole skip the dishes and, uh, food delivery, like people getting. We are so close to Wally, the cartoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, that I look at that, back at that cartoon, I think to myself, that had so many terrifying, ominous, um, you know predictors we're gonna in live,
0: it live on a junk planet basically is but yeah we're, uh, and,
1: and and we're like the size of like mattresses
0: awesome looking forward to it i'll be dead by then so it'll be all right
1: i hope for i hope for better i hope for the the, the there's an element it, you can see it happening now and and some people listening to this you might have kids uh maybe you yourself you see the element for uh the turn back the clock and try to do some traditional things like we're seeing kids that are interested in sewing. We see like like top-selling presents over the past couple of years have been like home sewing and bedazzling and like you know just back to that creative uh, homemaker style element. And I don't mean like the a female; I mean just in general,
0: the hands-on thing.
1: Yeah, the I baking think. and the cooking and the, the yeah. that kind of stuff. And like it is a big push for it. And there's um you know no matter how hard, how hard we try as people, we have a, an affinity towards that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we are drawn to it. It makes sense. Whether we just recognize basic survival skills or what, because when Google takes everything over then it turns it off on us, <laughs> yeah. take, takes it away from us. Controls our lights, our heating. They just take it away. They just yeah. take it away. It's like, we're done with you now. What, what do you mean you're done? Mm-hmm. Like Skynet doesn't become a uh, aggressive uh, army. They just turn off and go away.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone's planning for that. Yeah. Google, is Skynet...
1: Someone just turns out with the, the permanent, hey, Google, turn everything off forever. And, and that's it. And it's just no one thought about the fact that there's no element past that.
0: Well, this has been a depressing <laughs> episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Uh, don't forget to rate, uh, review, subscribe to the podcast. We're on everything from Spotify to Stitcher. Uh, what else? Google Podcasts. Apple are, we, are, we Podcasts? On po- are we on Pocket Cast? I don't know. Check Pocket Cast. Somebody tell me if we're on Pocket Overcast, Cast. Overcast, which I thought was awesome. Overcast. Kind our of like, kind of like Overlord, amazing. Yeah. Uh, social media, we are at Happy Zen Podcast. On Facebook, we are, I don't know, Happy ha- Zen Podcast. No one's
1: got that name but us.
0: Yeah. Just look for us. We're around. Uh, as website has all of our stuff there. We're everywhere. And until next time.
1: You know what? Check out our friends at Deadly Grounds. You know what? They did not kick us out for uh, doing a podcast there, which was awesome, and uh, they haven't uh, done anything negative on the uh, the podcast itself being posted. So that's that cool. is a
0: bridge we haven't burned yet. So <laughs> check them out until
1: we have. Yeah, let's just pump those tires. Because right. and, and additionally, they have some kick ass coffee. It's
0: true. We'll be going there Saturday before we see our friends Northern Hearts at Man antler. If you hear this before, if you hear it after, they were awesome. If you hear this before, I'll be amazed. Yeah, that'll be a sign of my work ethic. Or taking the day off. (laughs) I'm feeling sick already. Okay. All right. Take you later. See ya.